Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Such inspirational music there. A little Gimme Love, George Harrison. Hi, I'm Rob Freed, and welcome to Band Central Radio, where we broadcast from 12 to 1, the fourth Monday of every month here on WPKN, and on your audio device of choice, anytime you want to listen via WPKN Podcasts. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is a show where we reach into the nonprofit community, and uh, we get executive directors to come on and talk about their missions right here in Connecticut, and we get local musicians to uh, come on and talk about their music and the local scene. We have got a great show the next 55 minutes with singer-songwriter Barry Blumenfield here in the studio. Hey, Barry. Hey, Rob. Thanks for having me. Close. Um, we're going to have a little interview, and we're going to perform a song together. We've also got Amy Turner, the executive director from Wolfgang & Company, and Alexandra Lage, the winner of the Beard Teaching Excellence Award here in Connecticut for 2021. And we also have WPKN's very own general manager, Steve DiCostanza, here in the studio. Hey, Steve. Hey, Rob. How are you doing? Good to have uh, Band Central back in the studios here at WPKN. Thank you. Thank you. It was nice to see you last night at the Siri event at the Knowlton. I know. That, that was fantastic. You had a great band going, and what a great nonprofit. Uh, you know, Siri, we've been, personally, my wife and I have been involved with them for a, about uh, eight years now. So it, it, they, they're doing some great Great stuff in the community. Yeah, by with Siri. immigration, yeah. you know, immigration and refugees. It's uh, it's quite a uh, quite a uh, remarkable nonprofit. Steve's referring to last evening from four to seven. We did an event for the Connecticut Institute for Refugees and Immigrants right at this lovely venue, the Knowlton here in Bridgeport. Fellas, you know, to have a vibrant Connecticut, we have to have an equality of opportunities so that different types of people can thrive. Um, including musicians and artists, which is why we are really excited about the work of organizations that help people that have intellectual and development disabilities um, and help them learn the skills to sustain themselves and earn wages. Um, you guys have heard me talk, and I, I often use this three legs of a stool analogy in discussions with friends where, you know, leg one of the stool is having a a stable home life. Leg two is having a job and a good work life. And leg three is, is your social life and having good relationships. And a happy life starts with some semblance of balance between these legs of the stool. You know, and in, you know, you think about most people, you know, in life, we often struggle to have the legs stable or long enough, you know, maybe home life is a little bit precarious. Maybe we're out of work or we're not satisfied with our work or we're a little bummed out. We've ended a long-term relationship. And, you know, in the case of uh, today's theme of the show, you know, with young adults that have intellectual and developmental disabilities, the hope is that they can acquire these skills to have all the legs of the stool balanced, to be a valued employee and partake in a meaningful social life. Um, Fellas, any any comments on how your stool is feeling today? <laughs> well, I have to I have to, I have to take that one actually because uh, a couple of weeks ago, Rob sent out an email for Band Central, and Steve, you probably got it as well, but I, I certainly got it, and I and he was talking about the stool, and uh, and then he post, posed this question to the hundreds of people on the Band Central email list: uh, How is your stool feeling? 
And uh, I couldn't resist. <laughs> That's I couldn't right. resist. So I, I, I wrote back a very juvenile response yeah. to how my stool was feeling. And, uh, and I was laughing so hard I was almost crying. Uh, you know, I really entertained myself. But uh, We do so. appreciate satire on the show, <laughs> That's though, true. where we're trying to combine uh, so the, ster- the serious business of the nonprofits here with, uh, with a bit of a sense of humor. Um, and, you know, th- this cause of... Helping young adults with intellectual and development disabilities is something we really put our attention on at Band Central. And we're really proud to be working with Wolfgang and Company, the New Canaan Mounted Troop, and CLASP this year in support of the unique ways that they help people that have uh, intellectual and dis- development disabilities. Um, Steve, I want to I turn to you for a sec and just take a moment. You know, WPKN is such a special place. Uh, it's not just a radio program we got going here. It's, it's a flashlight and spotlight on the community, on these important happenings that, and, and helping to promote them. Why don't you uh, give us a little update on, on some of the exciting things uh, happening at PKN? And, and, you know, if you have any thoughts on sure. how PKN can help, uh, you know, create the, the kinds of opportunities we're talking about mm. today. Well, yes, I'll just say uh, this past weekend, we really uh, helped to activate the downtown Bijou Square area of uh, Bridgeport with our Music Mash uh, Bijou Square Record Fair. It was fantastic. We had uh, a drum circle. We had uh, dealers of, uh, of vinyl records and memorabilia. And it was just a great turnout. Activated the Bijou Theater. And they were packed at the bar there. They had sandwiches from Leisha's uh, Bakeria. Uh, Eat Noodle was open. Avucella was open. Uh, the art Cade was open and also City Lights Gallery. So it was kind of a red, just a red letter day for, uh, for Bridgeport. And, and it is, was kind of, you could anticipate maybe things to come. Uh, if we can, as an anchor tenant, you know, right there on Fairfield Avenue, uh, really play the community role that we want to play. So getting to your question about, you know the the three legged stool and 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 kind of making sure that we are inclusive as well. Uh, we're excited because our new studio is going to be completely ADA uh, ready. Uh, we're not really ready here at UB because uh, the the Cox Students Center does not have an elevator at all. And we're up on the top floor. So that has created some issues. Uh, they were grandfathered in, so they did not have to retrofit. But going over to 277 Fairfield, there is a, not only is there a, uh, an elevator, but all of our design for the studios will accommodate, uh, you know, it will be wheelchair accessible uh, in the community space and also in the studio that we use. You know, and you and I have been talking about some programming where we can make the the uh, third studio available for people who want to learn podcasting, yes. who want to learn broadcasting. You know that this could be an opp- another opportunity for us to, us to teach some valuable skills. You know, no doubt to, uh, to some of these uh, this population. Yeah, I mean, a couple of our programmers they have uh, they have children with some uh, you know emotional uh, needs and and. Uh, uh, some uh, you know special needs as well, and and so they've been uh, they've been help, helpful uh, at some of our 
uh, movie events that we have at the Bijou, uh, helping with uh, tickets and and just uh, you know helping with the setup and and the and the breakdown afterwards. So uh, yeah, we take it uh, very seriously, and we just uh, we look forward to that uh, kind of extra effort that we can play in that community with some of the some of the people that you're talking about, Rob. Great, Steve. Well, we're going to have some exciting news uh, about WPKN in the months ahead as we move to the new location in Bijou Square. Uh, you're listening to Band Central Radio. I am Rob Freed here with Steve DeCostanza, general manager of PKN, and singer-songwriter Barry Blumenfield. I'm about to play a debut of a song called Rainbow Mountain, which is a song that was written, produced, and performed by me with help from my friends Scott Packham and Greg Giorgio. And it's about a 2020 trip that my wife Monroe and I took to Peru right before uh, the borders closed uh, due to COVID. So I hope you enjoy this. Rainbow Mountain.
Yeah, that was Rainbow Mountain by me, Rob Freed. And uh, that was my debut release. You can check that out on my YouTube page, Rob Freed, or uh, it's available on SoundCloud, Apple Music, and uh, Spotify. Um, Thanks for listening. You're listening to WPKN on 89.5 FM and streaming on WPKN.org. This is uh, Rob Freed again with Band Central Radio. And uh, let me take a minute and and give you a, a Band Central Minute. Band Central, for those of you that don't know us, um, presents themed concerts that allow audiences to help local nonprofits. We create and we produce these events, and it enables the nonprofits, donors, local businesses, musicians, and audiences to give what they can through live music while having fun. We're, uh, we're in the midst of our 2021 summer tour, and we've got some you know, amazing musicians playing with us. Stephanie Harrison, Gabrielle Lakshmi, Sheila Fabrizio, Fuzz, Cyrus Madden, Mike Marble, uh, Tony Cintron, Rick Reyes, Tommy Weeks, Anthony David, Gene Satini, and, uh, and my, uh, my ever-present good friend and musical partner, Barry Blumenfield. Um, our next show is... Thursday, July 8th, and it's going to be at the Penfield Pavilion starting at 6.30 p.m., and it's a a South Beach soiree for Wolfgang and Company. We're going to be interviewing the executive director of Wolfgang momentarily, and that is going to feature Stephanie Harrison, Rick Reyes, Fuzz, Tony Cintron, and myself, uh, along with Cyrus Madden. Uh, On Thursday the 15th, we're going to also play that same uh, beach party theme show at a private home in Milford for the Center for Family Justice. You can go to the Center for Family Justice website uh, to learn about that if, that if that would be of interest to you. They do amazing work helping victims of domestic and sexual abuse. On July 31st, that's a Saturday, early in the morning, there's a bike ride that leaves from the Greenfield Hill Congregational Church that's sponsored by the Connecticut Challenge. You can go to bikectchallenge.org and check that out. And at 11 a.m. after you come in from the ride, who will be playing? Band Central will be on the stage with an amazing show. So you can visit Band Central, excuse me, experience Band Central to sign up for our monthly newsletter, get updates and tour dates, and, and just follow us on Facebook. Uh, also, you know, it's so great to see guys that live music is coming back on the scene. It's about um, time. Yeah, man. It's, um, and <clears throat> you know, Barry and I, uh, play some really cool, some really cool venues called uh, reverie brewing company, Sarah's wine bar, the Reading roadhouse and Ponza kitchen. You can check all that out at robfreedmusic.com or you can go to bone dry Let's and not check forget. That out. Let's not forget Note the Kitchen and, and Note Kitchen in Bethel. Yeah, yeah, they're, we're we're busy. We're a plethora <laughs> of places. So uh, it's with great pleasure now that I introduce my friend Barry Blumenfield. Uh, Barry is a singer and a songwriter. He's got a new single out called "Only the River Knows," which is co-written with his friend John McCleary. Um, we're going we're gonna to perform that uh, at the end of our interview. Most of Barry's focus now is on performing live as the co-founder of 
bone dry band along with me, utilizing his skills on, on voice, guitar, mandolin, and dobro. He also plays with the Connecticut Grateful Dead All-Stars and appears with other bands from time to time. You know, more personally, uh, Barry is a technology entrepreneur, a husband, a father of two daughters, Emily and May, and a really kind person who's done a lot of shows for Band Central to help raise money for others in Connecticut who need a helping hand. Barry, thank you. Welcome. Thank you, Rob. I'm really happy to be back here at PKN. So let's uh, let's get right into it. Why did you choose guitar and voice? Well, guitar was for the obvious reason of girls. And voice was because I needed something to accompany the guitar. And uh, eventually I decided that I could figure out how to sing. It took me a little while before I, before I actually had the nerve to start singing. Well, that's a very pithy and concise answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, now... When you were starting out in the early days and you're picking up the guitar, who were your the musical influences that were inspiring you? Well, a couple of the major influences were Taj Mahal and uh, Jerry Garcia, Neil Young, uh, and Yorma Kalkinen. I, I had a really cool guitar teacher, Joe Prock, for those who know him. And he, uh, he had uh, a big influence on me, as did my close friend Bill Monk, who had the most incredible record collection and and just great taste and introduced me to so much music so he gets a shout out as well yeah yeah bill bill monk is a friend of ours from up in reading and he has a great little musical barn place we love to hang out and go jam and and uh do musical discovery he's a he's a musicologist of sorts you know and uh well that's that's really great um what what is it that you find inspiring about jerry garcia he approaches the music with a very unique perspective. He brings in a lot of uh, aspects of bluegrass, um, but he also is very experimental, or was, I should say, very experimental and uh, innovative. And, um, and it just that, that genre just really spoke to me when I was very young and really just starting to learn rock and roll music. And something about the dead just really spoke to me and... Uh, Kind of took over my life for a number of years. Yeah, yeah. You 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 played in a dead band early on, right? I did. Yeah, I did. And up in Ithaca I, College. Yeah, right? up in Ithaca, and I was following the dead around quite a bit back in the eighties, and uh, and that certainly had a, a very big impact on me. You know, speaking of Jerry, you know, um, Andy Cattison, the co co producer of the Band Central Radio and the executive producer of. Uh, of our band central shows, he and I were reviewing the top guitarists of the Rolling Stone 100, you know, and you know, Hendrix is number one, Clapton number two, and it's, you know, pretty logical how it falls out. Jerry Garcia was not even in the top 50, and we were both sort of scratching our heads a bit. Uh, yeah, a lot of people don't go for it. It's a little too meandering. Uh, I just saw an art article just this morning, which I had seen before the quote, but it was Clapton talking about after he met Jerry Garcia, and he basically was pretty unimpressed, is what he, you know, hmm. was, was basically what he said. Interesting. He, he, didn't, he didn't really dig it. But. Hey, tell, tell us, let's segue a little bit. We're talking with Barry Blumenfield, uh, singer-songwriter from Reading, Connecticut, uh, and good friend of mine and Band Central's. Tell us a little bit about your new song, Only the River Knows. So, uh... I came up with the melody actually while uh, sitting on a boat in the middle of a lake uh, in the Adirondacks last summer. And um, I reached out to my good friend. I've never co-written a song with somebody before, but my good friend John McCleary uh, is an amazing lyricist. 
and uh, he had he had asked me if we could write a song together. So I decided to 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 use that song, and I sent it to him. And I decided I wanted a theme, and I just gave him the theme. And the theme was John, write me a murder ballad, because I never had a murder ballad. You know, I've written love songs, I've written country songs, I've written rock songs and funk songs, and never wrote a murder ballad. So John gave me gave me the ballad, and then my daughter Emily actually came up with the vocal melody. Uh, so that was really co-written by the three of us, and uh, and it came together. And uh, you know, Rob and I have actually been playing it out, and it seems to be pretty well received when we play it on uh, gigs. And we've been we're we're finalizing our recording of it now, so we're looking forward to getting that released pretty soon. Great, and I'm I'm psyched to play that with you for our uh, WPKN audience in just a couple of moments. Before we get there, so you know, you've played on a number of band central and band together shows over the years. Do you do you have a a memory that sticks out of uh, something that was poignant for three, you? Three jump out at me. The huh. first was the very first Band Central show ever, uh, which was much smaller. We had Georgia, uh, Georgia Lewis uh, singing, which was amazing. And, uh, and, and so it that was, was, and it was very it was so personal that they actually brought in milk and cookies for the entire audience, which was just kind of very cool. And then we did a concert for Haiti, which was uh, at FTC in stage one. And that one was magical because of just the people that were there, the talent that was in that room that night. We had Debbie Davies and PJ Pacifico and Jay Stolman and Crispin Co. and and uh, Scott White on guitar and Roy Rodriguez on keyboards and Chris Tolkien on keyboards and Chris Pike on drums and Jerry Vergarito on harmonica. And just it was a huge band. And, uh, it was like 25 musicians. Yeah, and, there were and a we, lot of people. We all gathered within like 10 days of the earthquake in Haiti, which was yeah, amazing and, to raise money. And there, the energy in that room was electric. But but the one that stands out for me the most was the concert that we did. Uh, and I, I can't remember the name of the— uh, Oh, it's for In Tempo. Oh, uh, In Tempo uh, with Angie, Angela Durrell, Durrell yeah. who I know has been on the show. And uh, and we—it was basically the, the members of the Bone Dry Band, but we were backed up by the entire Norwalk U. Symphony Orchestra, and and uh, and then some of Angie's students came in to play uh, the, their fiddles or their violins, and then they played some other instruments, and and it was really, it was really amazing, and 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 I, you know, it was a it was in a theater in, in the Norwalk Concert Hall, and my parents were there and got to see me in this fancy orchestra, and and I remember looking down while we were playing. Uh, while my guitar gently weeps with the orchestral version, and I could see my mom crying out in the audience, and uh, it was it was pretty magical. Oh, that is a great memory. Well, with no further ado, Barry and I are going to. Uh, why don't you give a little strum on that? And uh, Steve Steve's going to make sure we got uh, a good sound going here. And I'm going to grab my bass. Give me one second here, and we have got a. Uh, so this is a, a live debut version of "Only the River Knows," written by Blumenfield and McCleary. A dark sea. 
truth been compromised? Where is the past concealed? Down where the river flows. When is the truth revealed? Only the river knows. It's all in autumn. That river bottom. Some recall, some choose to forget. A heavy burden, have you heard it? Heavy burden, have you heard it? More convenient to forget. Where is the past concealed? Down where the river flows. When is the truth revealed? Only the river knows. Only the river knows. Amy Turner is the executive director at Wolfgang and Company, uh, and she's adept at leading and finding ways that team members can tune into being their best selves. Boy, that is cool. She has a background as a performer herself, getting to know her. We've talked a lot about her as a Broadway dancer, and she credits that uh, early background with boosting her ability to think independently and have agility and moving effortlessly between leading and supporting roles. Amy, are you there? I'm here. Oh, I'm here. Good. Happy so nice Monday. To talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. So we, you know, we've been talking about how excited we are to work with Wolfgang and, and get to know you a little better. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you evolved to today where you're the executive director of Wolfgang and Company here in Fairfield. 
Well, that's really kind of a long and winding uh, story. But yeah, as you said, I started out as a performer. Um, and it really kind of, uh, in retrospect, gave me this this really lovely ability to kind of look at the bigger picture and how each person, you know, fills in their part of that picture. Um, then I, you know, I've kind of gone up and down the East Coast. I was the entertainment director for an NBA um, development league team. I managed a restaurant. I worked in theater um, pretty much in all capacities, including being a development director. I ran my own theater company for about 10 years. And uh, then lately, I've been in finance, (laughs) helping a couple of organizations that um, do real estate investing. And uh, lo and behold, here I am. And I, I really couldn't be happier. I mean, I feel like this is, you know, my dream job, if I can be so bold as to say that. Well, tell us a little bit, what is your your vision for Wolfgang? And, you know, how, how can people be supportive to help those that have intellectual and dis- development disabilities here in Connecticut, you know, how can we help them have the opportunity to be happy? Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. I think that at least for me, what I, I think is the most helpful thing is to really look at each one of these individuals exactly as that, as an individual. At Team Wolfgang, we sort of talk about meeting the individual where they are. And um, I think that is true of all people. You know, I think that's a really accessible way of looking at abilities and disabilities. You know, everybody has both. So we really try and meet those individuals where they are, give them the tools they need to move forward, you know, with their education or with their skills assessment or with their development, you know, whatever it may be. But, you know, I would just encourage everybody out there listening um, to to expose themselves like with any other circle of people to how brilliant they can be and how how um, uh, really talented they can be and how they can be an asset to both our lives and our workforce. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. You know, I want to go back to something you said a little earlier, just to double click on it for a minute. You you danced on Broadway in 42nd Street as a teenager and you were in New York City. You have a, a scholarship to the Joffrey Ballet. How how does that background as a as a performer, uh, how does that play into who you are today as as a leader and as a, a teammate? Um. Huh. Well, you've done your background. I appreciate that. I think that what it taught me, first and foremost, is the value of independence. Um, and I think that sort of goes back to what I was just saying, that, you know, as a performer, first off, you're the CEO of your own business, which is you. So there's automatic leadership skills that are inevitably, they're innate to to choosing that. And I think it's really sort of that, the independence of it and the individuality. In other words, you're never going to succeed in the arts by trying to fit in. You're never going to succeed by being like everyone else. So you start to gain from a very early age, I think, this appreciation for the uniqueness that is every single human being, quite frankly. So I think both of those things really helped develop me in some unintended ways that have served me well. Yeah, yeah, there's a Yiddish word for that, chutzpah. (laughs) <laughs> you, you know, you, you you can't be a, at some point you can't be a people pleaser. You have to have chutzpah, right? Yeah, there you, gotta, you go. You got to let it happen. You do yeah. it and take charge sometimes. Good. And I guess I guess performing, you know, uh, 
you know, you had to let it rip when you were on stage on Broadway. You know, you're, it's like the Olympics of uh, performance, right? Well, there's a saying called full out, right? Um, and you kind of don't have any other option than full out. Uh, people often say, you know, it's an easy gig. I'm sure as a musician you can relate where, you know, maybe you're only working, you know, three, four hours, uh, you know, a, a performance, you know, maybe eight hours on a two-show day or something. But I think the difference is the intensity of the energy that has to be put out there. Um, you know, there is there's no time for a coffee break. There's no time for imperfection. There's just, you know, like I said, full out from the second the baton drops until, you know, the final curtain falls. And, you know, it's so interesting. There's an intensity of energy that is sort of also <laughs> innate to my being. Cool. cool. We're talking with Amy Turner, who's the executive director at Wolfgang and Company here at WPKN. Um, you know, and I, I would imagine that if, you know, Amy and Kelly and Chris are listening in, um, some of the, the founders of Wolfgang, they would probably agree and say that w- that is a thing that, that that all out thing, which I perceive in them as well. So it's probably something you share that. You know, don't leave it on the court, as they say in basketball. You know, that's that's exactly right. Um, you know, I met Amy first, Kelly second, and Chris third. And to to a person, to a woman, um, they just really gave their heart and their soul, and they made something out of nothing. And it's a privilege every day to sort of, you know, see their vision and take it to the next level. Well, they're, they're all three amazing in their own right. It's I, such a privilege. I have to uh, concur with that from the perspective that we've done about 130 events over the past 16, 17 years. Our number one fundraising event happened two years ago for Wolfgang and Company at the warehouse at Fairfield Theater under the stewardship of Kelly, Chris, and Amy. So... Uh, and that, I and think, here uh, we go again. You know, and here we go again. So why don't you talk a little bit about what uh, people can expect uh, in the July 8th event and uh, and where they might be able to get tickets? Absolutely. Well, um, it's going to be a fantastic evening. We have um, food by festivities. We have design by Ridgeway Designs. Of course, we have live music by Band Central. Um, we've got some really amazing silent auction items available, really special um, experiences that people can bid on. So there's just going to be abundant food, abundant drink, you know, thanking Tito's for sponsoring us. Um, and then we're going to watch the sunset and be down by the beach. And it's really for us, and I hope for everyone, a celebration of, you know, making it through the lockdown, really coming out on a bright future, um, you know, even better than before is kind of our, our goal of the night, um, just to have fun and be joyful. So, you know, starts at 630 and people can get tickets, ticket information at Wolfgang, W-O-O-F-G-A-N-G, WolfgangCo.org. And, you know, the more the merrier as far as we're concerned. And, and you'll learn a little bit about what we do. You'll meet some of our team members. All three of our beautiful co-founders will be there. So it's really going to be a great night. It is going to be a great night and we uh we thank you for joining us amy we we look forward to having you again on band central radio at at sometime in the future and we are just super psyched to uh con- to continue our tour with you on july 8th at penfield pavilion thank you very much come on down All thank right. you so much you're welcome right now we are excited to have on the phone with us alexandra lage alexandra are you there 
Yes, hello. Hello. So good to talk to you. Um, Alexandra is one of the two 2021 winners of the Beard Excellence in Teaching Award. Uh, In case you don't know what that is, we we actually interviewed the, the winner of the award the last two years. The Theodore and Margaret Beard Excellence in Teaching Awards are among the largest educational awards in the country. And they're provided each year through an endowment, an endowed donor advised fund at the Fairfield County's Community Foundation. And we thank our friend Karen Brown there at FCCF for for uh, introducing us to Alexandra. Uh, Alexandra is a sixth grade teacher at Waltersville School in Bridgeport. She's been in the Bridgeport schools for 13 years and um as a winner of this award, she actually receives $20,000 unrestricted cash prize, unrestricted, for her ability to bring innovation, excitement, and love of learning to the classroom. So it's actually the award is payable over three years, and it's an incentive for the recipients to remain in the school district and actually be a mentor and a, and a leader to other teachers in the school system. Uh, Alexandra, tell us a little bit about yourself as a teacher and also as a person. Sure. Um, so, as you said, I've taught in the Bridgeport school system for 13 years, and all of those years have been at one school, Waltersville. So, needless to say, you know, I really like, love working there. Um, I have only taught fifth and sixth grades. Those are just like my niche. I think that's like where I do best. So, uh, I've stuck to those grades. Um, uh, as a teacher, I take a lot of, um, I take a lot, uh, actually, I was inspired by something that you were talking about earlier um, to kind of uh, answer this question because you were talking about with Amy how um, you have to kind of meet everybody at their individual needs. Everyone's an individual and you have to meet them at their needs. And that's exactly how I feel as a teacher is that every student is a completely different individual from the other student and you have to meet them at their own needs. And that is really the the only way that you can have success in the classroom. And that, I mean, that ties in also to my real life because I'm a mother of two, four and six-year-olds, six-year-old boys. And we, and they're rambunctious. And as everyone who has kids knows, they're each very individual and they have their own individual needs that need to be met. And that's exactly how all of that can tie together. Wow. Well, that sounds that sounds really interesting as far as a, a a focus on the individual and just making sure you're really tuned in to the moment of who you're dealing with. Um, yeah. You know, we we all know what the difference a real teacher makes. And many of us remember a high school teacher or an elementary school teacher and and can probably talk for 10 minutes about our favorite teacher. Uh, you're probably going to be that teacher for a lot of kids that that uh, might never even be able to thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. I I would hope so. I mean, you know, you try, all you can do is, you know, try your best to just like we've been saying, meet them at their individual needs and try to make them see their, their full potential in that one year that you have them. Man, that's so cool. What, what does it mean to you to win this award? Um, it means, I mean, it means a lot. Honestly, I've always, when I started teaching and actually heard of the award, it was like a goal that I set for myself, that this was something that I definitely wanted to uh, strive for and to kind of push myself to, 
receive. And luckily, you know, with hard work, dedication, uh, co-workers that are amazing because, you know, we can't, we're not, uh, even though we are individuals, we cannot work as individuals to be successful. We all have to work together. So because of all of those factors, luckily, you know, I've been blessed to win the award and kind of meet uh, a career goal that I set myself out uh, to do. And within, you know, a, a good amount of years, you know, with less than 15 years, I hit that goal. So for me, it's kind of like I hit the goal and, you know, what's next now? What's next in the uh, in the arena of teaching, in the arena of of kind of being, like you said, a mentor in the system? Yeah, you know, we at Band Central and we at WPKN, we, we want to be a resource for the Bridgeport School System uh, and continue to be a resource. Um, you know, we're hoping at the new uh, studio that we have uh, on Bijou Square, we can actually invite students in for after-school programs and learning broadcasting and podcasting and uh you know, sort of partner with with innovative teachers like yourself that that want to, you know, help kids turn on, you know, help help turn kids on to some new skills. That sounds amazing. Yes. Hey, how do you, you know, how do you see your future as as an educator? Like, what's next for Alexandra Lage? Well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> I I hear some kids playing in the background. By the way. Oh yeah, sorry. I mean, I'm I'm right now. We just arrived today to the shores of sunny Florida, so <laughs> so uh, we're poolside right now. Well, I appreciate you giving us a little time, and we're, we're, we won't keep you much more. But why don't oh, you yeah, just no, tell you know? Yeah, we'd love to hear a little bit about you know, kind of how you see your future at this stage. Yeah. Well. Um, so, you know, after this year where a lot of, you know, uh, it's been very difficult to teach, quite honestly, you know, not only for us, but uh, parents, uh, everybody. It's been a whole, it's been a year. But um, it's, it, it kind of made you, made me at least reflect on my career and kind of like where we can go next. And the whole realm of, you know, hybrid teaching that we did, virtual, all of this, like really was intriguing to see how many people we could meet and how many, like, um how many how many needs can be met in that way? Because honestly, some kids we saw really did well virtually. Like that's just their thing. They were able to kind of you know do their work and get it done and and really really thrive. While others really needed that one to one in the classroom and be back face to face. So I think I I personally really want to delve more into that and kind of collaborating with like tech and kind of figuring out how we can innovate more in the educational system to kind of, again, meet more needs, whether that be, you know, having, you know, just offering more virtual things that kids that that that, that would be good for would, you know, do well at. Um, also, you know, in the realm of the next step would be, you know, admin, definitely put myself in a position where I could make change and kind of mentor the next generation of teachers. Yeah, teaching the teachers. That sounds great. Yeah. We're, uh, well, we want to thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us and just reflecting a little bit on uh, what it's like to win the Beard Teaching Excellence Award. And we thank, we thank uh, our friends at the Fairfield County's Community Foundation for, for making this happen. Uh, and uh, we wish you all the best. Please stay in touch with us at Band Central if there's anything we can do to be helpful I to you will. as we go down. Uh, Thank you so much. You're welcome, Alexandria. Take care.
Well, it's that time. We're uh, we're nearing the end of our show. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, fellas, what'd you think? What was your highlight of the show, Bear? I'm uh, really impressed with Alexandra. I just want to pass my congratulations, sir. That's such an impressive award, and it's it's just great and inspiring that she set a goal for herself to 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 win that award, and and she did it. And I I'm, I think that's really that's really impressive, and it's not easy working in the Bridgeport school systems, and she's really dedicated herself to it, and that's that's a real wonderful thing. Oh, agreed, agreed. Anything you want to say about uh, Bone Dry or about Barry Blumenfield just in parting with people? Well, I will say that Bone Dry has some upcoming uh, performances. We'll be at uh, Sarah's Wine Bar in Ridgefield on uh, July 17th, at Notch 8 in Bethel on July 23rd, and then on Sunday... Uh, July 25th, we will be performing at the Reading Concert on the Green. We've got a full band, some really talented musicians. It's a free event. You can bring your picnic and your your cold wine and your cold beer and, and all your food and enjoy the event. Very family-friendly. And we hope you can make it out at 6 p.m. on the Reading Green on July 25th. Well, fantastic. Thank you for being here for this uh, for this Band Central Radio Hour. Steve, uh, any thoughts from you on uh, the last hour? Or, well, I just, uh, you know, it was fun to hear about the, uh, you know, concert on the Green in Reading, my old stomping grounds. You know, I spent many a, many a night out there watching you guys perform. Uh, what stood out for me is uh, I, I, the fact that uh, Wolfgang has moved into the Black Rock section. I know they had a ribbon cutting, and the uh, the mayor was there, and uh, that's my that's my new neck of the woods, you know, in Black Rock, and it's really great to have them in the community and in the neighborhood. It's uh, they're they're a welcome addition. Oh and man, a good show once again. Great to uh, spotlight some people doing really good things in the communities that uh, we serve. Yes, and great, great to talk about ways we can help people with intellectual and development disabilities have an opportunity to really be contributors here in our community. Um, if you want to uh, be on the band, uh, excuse me, the uh, band central email list and, and, you know, you can go to experiencebandcentral.com. Uh, and, and, and find out everything Band Central. We're really excited about um, next week's, uh, next month's show. We've got Tommy Weeks from the Funky Dogs who's going to be joining us. And uh, Mark Jaffe from Children's Learning Center. We're going to be talking about um, mental health and how, how everybody survived uh, as regards mental health during the pandemic. Uh, I also want to give some props and, and thank yous to the Band Central team, our executive producer, Andy Cattison, as well as Audrey Neforis and Paula Murphy. And uh, we... We uh, we welcome you to uh, stay on here, WPKN. They have the uh, other side of the hour. We're going to have Rick Patrone uh, playing some well curated jazz. Band Central signing off. Bye bye.